up, you guys? And welcome back to another episode of Illuminati, the podcast where we drink beer and talk about conspiracy theories. My name is John. And this is Jake. And today, I'm going to tell you another story. Deborah Leeds had been feeling the familiar pain of labor all day. Her pregnancy was an unusual one. And she should know after having given birth to 12 healthy kids. It was the middle of the night and it was storming hard. Lightning crashed outside the windows. Deborah's husband, Jafet, had prepared their room for the birth. He laid down sheets and put out some water. He kept his fingers crossed that his wife would make it through another birth. Deborah was sick of having kids, though, and cursed the 13th pregnancy. She cursed God and declared that the 13th child would be a devil and she'd have no more kids because apparently Jafet couldn't keep his hands to himself. In the Pine Leeds area of New Jersey back in the 1730s, getting a doctor to show up to your house after hours wasn't an easy task. Jafet knew that they were on their own. As Deborah continued to curse Jafet, all the kids, and the unborn child within her, the storm outside got worse. She screamed in pain, and her stomach pulsed and bulged out. Jafet would have been lying if he'd said that he wasn't scared. He bent between his wife's legs to help the baby into the world when an explosion of fluids covered his face and burned his eyes. A wet, slithering form smashed into his chest and knocked him back off the stool. He grasped at the child, but it wiggled and squirmed away. His hand stung where something had scratched it. Then, a long tail struck out from the child, stabbing him in the eye. Jafet grabbed his face, blood pooling in his hands, and scurried back. The small form of his new child had grown twice its size in seconds. The little thing had become a toddler-sized demon, bearing the horse's head, curled wings, and a long snake-like body. He screamed and backed out of the room. The monster followed, shoving him across the room. It attacked the other 12 children, slicing at their faces with its razor-sharp wings. Then, the monster flew at the fireplace, shoved away the burning logs, and climbed up the chimney. The chimney crumbled behind it, rock and debris piling all over the flames, and then just like that, silence fell over the home. The Jersey Devil was born. So, what is the Jersey Devil? Where is the thin line between fact and fiction? How long have the sightings of this beast been happening? Is it a real devil? Today on Berluminati, get your hunting gear because we're going into the woods of southern New Jersey to learn the secrets of the Jersey Devil. But first, <laughs> let's talk about beer. <laughs> let's. I wanted to like swell up lives lightning crashes halfway through that. <laughs> like lightning crashes and an old mother that like right in the middle of that would have been perfect. Oh yeah. But copyright rules. We Oh yeah, yeah. We wouldn't. can't sing songs, we'll get flagged. I guess not. I guess. Probably yeah. get like some monetization issues or something. Probably. 
Not that we monetize anything. <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely not. We're here for you listeners. That's right. All right. Uh, beers. Yes. Yeah. You got a beer over there? I do. I got a beer over here. All yeah. right. So what are you drinking? I am drinking a Sun Days, which last week, weren't you drinking a Sunday? Sunday Feels. That's what it was. Yeah. The Dogfish Head, Sunday Feels. Yeah. This is a. I think that was two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. This yeah. was just a Sun Days. Uh, and it's called the Sunday like D-A-Z-E days. No, D-A-Y-S, like the day. Oh, okay. Uh, it's a Wrightsville Beach Pale Ale. And you can see on the can there, there's like a little house beach window with a setting sun sort of situation going Some on. Some birds? A couple birds, yeah, three little birdies flying around. What Would is you- a Wrightsville Beach Pale Ale? That's confusing to me. Yeah. Well, okay. So this is from Flying Machine Brewing Company. So Are they in Wilmington? Uh. I mean, I assume they would have to be, right? I mean, or Carolina Beach or something. Um, Just so that you guys know, Wrightsville Beach is the name of the main yep. big beach Wilmington. in North Carolina and Wilmington. So if this brewery isn't there in Wilmington, yeah, okay, yeah, that ma- that makes sense then, I, I guess. Yeah, I think this is pretty much like a like a Wrights brother clubbing you over the head with the whole like flying thing. That would be Nags Head then, Outer Banks. Would it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wrightsville. Is a whole other different area than where the Wrights brothers flew the oh. plane and shit. I just assumed because it was Flying Machine Brewing Company and it was Wrightsville Beach. I put them together. Oh, yeah. Huh. Okay. Nah. Anyways. That's Kitty Hawk Nags Head. Kitty Hawk. That's something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So this is a very basic pale ale. Comes in at about a 5.1%. Yeah. What, what would you call this color? Like a teal? Yeah, like seafoam. Seafoam. Yeah. I like it. It's a nice color. I'd paint my car this. I'd wear a shirt that color. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, you say you paint your car that color? Yeah, why not? Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd be into that. Yeah. I was thinking hot pink for the Miata. I might just go full matchbox. <laughs> <laughs> pink plastic. Yeah. Um, this is this is a, a decent pale ale. You know what this reminds me of is this has the exact same taste of just the basic Sierra Nevada pale ale. Like this is just a, a pale ale, you know? I'm gonna yeah. Take, I'm going to take another sip. I feel like with pale ales... I have a hard time because the CBC pale ale is so yeah. good. Yes, it's it legendary. Is. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. This is just this is just a Sierra Nevada pale ale, like just a basic pale ale. Fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's I mean, fine. it's you know, but it falls under like a craft beer. So you're going to pay a buck more for this than you would for any other just like regular pale ale. And it's pretty much the same thing. Yeah. I mean, I would pay mail for pay more for the CBC one. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I'm just not a big pale ale guy. So it's like, I know that beer is good, but I don't normally go get it. Yeah. But I think I paid like $4.75 for this or something. Okay. That's not just this can. Just kind of like whatever. Yeah. Um, It's okay. They do the basic same font as a lot of the, as Casitas Brewing and a lot of the other companies. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's okay. North Carolina, native pride, whatever. You know, it's fine. Yeah. It's a beer. Yeah. Am I, I gonna am I gonna take it to the beach? No. <laughs> no. I'm not gonna pay fourteen dollars for a four pack of this. It's, mm. it's it's fine. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah. I mean if somebody handed me this, I'd be okay. Yeah. But, uh, you wouldn't be mad, but you wouldn't be happy. Yeah, exactly. So uh what yeah. what do you got going on over there? So I know the other week and I can't remember if I think it was last week. It was last week. I, I was believe. in Asheville yeah. and we were talking about Highwire. We did. And I remember liking Highwire a lot earlier in my life and then at some point in my head I just kind of decided that it was 
one of the inferior Asheville breweries. And so I had kind of stopped buying their beer, especially if I wasn't at the brewery. And I liked the low pitch. It was fine. Yeah. You know, it was fine. But Jake was telling me all about how the high pitch, especially the mosaic one. Right. Really good. So went by the grocery store. I saw that the grocery store had high wire, high pitch, uh, mosaic. So I got it. Then, and here we are. Here we are. We Fellow are listener, we've arrived. <laughs> That's right. So this is the High Pitch Mosaic IPA from High Wire Brewing Company back in Asheville, as I said, and their auxiliary location in Durham. It is an IPA dry hopped with mosaic and centennial hops. It's supposed to be hoppy and tropical. The top part of the can is like a reflective teal. Then there's a white. Then there's like a really weird yellow. And then the bottom is like a watermelon color. It says a balanced Western North Carolina IPA with bright citrus and topical, topical, tropical fruit aromas. Expect big grapefruit, tangerine, subtle melon flavors from the chorus of mosaic and centennial hops to balance out the malts in this dank and drinkable ale. I dig how they're like putting a stamp on it. They're like, this is a Western North Carolina IPA. As opposed to an Eastern North Carolina IPA. Well, yeah, they're not saying this is a, you know, Northeast IPA or like a, a, you know, West Coast IPA. Yeah. You know, they're just making their own thing. The Western North Carolina IPA. Right. It's it's a Northwestern Asheville along (laughs) High Street IPA. Yeah. I mean, all right. I feel it. Yeah. They want to do that. Sure. So I dug it. What do you think about it? Well, let me get through the rest of the stuff oh, on yeah, here yeah. and then we'll talk about that. So it's 6.7 uh, ABV, high on the hops, medium on the malt, medium on the color, mosaic and centennial hops, 55 IBUs, and this one is a pint as opposed to the other one, which was a... A 12 ounce, yeah. Yeah. And um, I'm glad this one is a pint because I like it a lot more. Oh, good. Yeah. I figured you would. Yeah. I mean, just like the low pitch, it's very drinkable. Yeah. But it is a smooth beer. Yeah. I would say that their description is very accurate. Yeah, big on the grapefruit. Yeah, um, I would. I mm, I don't know that I would agree with that part. Okay. I get a little bit of tangerine, a little bit of melon. I definitely don't get very much grapefruit, bright, clean, yeah. citrusiness. There's a lot more of that melon ishness. There is a little like, like the thickness of a melon. Like there is a little bit of more of that sitting in there. I do remember that. Yeah, there's been about two weeks since I had one. Yeah, there's definitely a bit of a bit of maltiness in this one. Right, right. And there's definitely a bit of dankiness, especially compared to the low pitch. Yeah, yeah. but very very drinkable. Mm-hmm. Like, I know we haven't talked about this beer here, but it's yet. But it's one that uh, Wicked Weed put out recently, and I did buy a six pack of it, and then I accidentally <laughs> drank it all. <laughs> was the um, Dr. Dank. Yes. And their Lieutenant Dank and a lot of that uh, Sweetwater 420G, yep. the Strain Series and stuff like that. Those are so super danky. Very dank. And this one definitely has a danky-ishness to it. Less but really light. It's a very like yeah. back of the tongue aftertaste kind of like after you like take a big sip and then you breathe out, you get a little bit of that dank feeling going. Yeah, it's the it's the types of hops they use. I think. That yeah. Like, I forgot the name of it. Something like Simcoe hops or something. And I'm probably wrong on this, but the the ones that specifically cause the dankiness. 
I have no idea. Yeah, I'm not sure either. But I mean, yeah, it's kind of dark. It's a little on the thick side. I definitely don't get much citrus, but it's very drinkable. I feel like I get a lot of melon. I'm getting yeah. a lot yeah. of melon. Melon heavy. Yeah. So it's right. definitely on the heavier side. Very, very melon heavy, but drinkable. Yeah. So not What's well, good because you have six of them. Yeah. <laughs> so not super boozy, which yeah. I like. Um, the smell is just not very strong. I don't get very much smell off of it. Yeah. Maybe that or my smeller is not working. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's good. I like it. Yeah, I agree. I, I felt the same way, you know. I mean, I, would, I wouldn't want to be drinking it every day, but yeah, it's I heavy like it. For that. Yeah. 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 All right. Good. Deal. Well, learn to me about this devil thing. Oh, okay. So have you, have you heard of the Jersey devil before this outside of hockey? Yeah. Outside of hockey. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I kind of, I've probably heard about it. Like it's a cultural reference. Yeah. But I probably never actually been like, Oh, there's a thing called the Jersey devil. Yeah. In South New Jersey. You sure it's not a crackhead? <laughs> up like, in the trees. I, it's just a crackhead up in the trees being like, <laughs> I mean, which is good of an explanation. Jumps down on you, steals yeah. your fake, uh, steals your fake Rolex and then like breaks I'm your glasses, grabs your face, steals your wallet. <laughs> doesn't even take it all. Just throws it back at you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that's, that's probably what takes the cash out of it and then hits you with it. <laughs> I don't know. No, probably. I don't think so. No, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so I lived in Jersey for a couple of years. And uh, I was more in North Jersey, but even up there, people did definitely talk about the Jersey devil. It was like a yeah discussion. I seen it. Uh, I didn't get anyone who seen it, but I definitely, (laughs) (laughs) I definitely had a lot of people who were like, my parents told me about this when I was a kid, you know, Um, it's a boogeyman story. Yeah, it seems like it. I mean, because you know, I'm 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 in my early 40s, and so the people I was talking to grew up in the late 80s, early 90s. So pre cell phone, you know, so there's probably a lot of tales of the woods you shouldn't go out in, you know, right? Um, Scare kids, make them behave. It seems like it, you know, and there's a lot of similarities with the things like the skunk ape and and uh, the beast of Bladenboro and all that stuff, you know. I, I feel like there was definitely a kind of scare your kids, keep them in line thing, the same way the skunk ape worked. You know, yeah, especially like the Mount St. Helens one, and yeah, 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 where they're just basically like, "Don't go in the woods." There's something out there to fuck you up. Tear your arms <laughs> so, off. Yeah. So the Jersey Devil is like one of these kind of great historical cryptids, and this one is has gotten a lot of play because there were a couple throughout the history. Not only were there a few famous people who ran into it, but there were also a, there was a time frame where there was like a lot of sightings all at once, you know, and that goes back to, if you look at the beast of Bladenboro, there was that two week period where like a thousand hunters came and hunted this thing down. And then the skunk ape, there was that day where uh, the whole bus people saw like four different buses came through. They all saw the one guy. Yeah. I I always like when we talk about stuff like this with cryptids where it's like people saw it right like 20 times in a like two week period. It always just kind of makes me think about that part in super troopers where the dude puts the bear costume <laughs> on and he's like in the woods and the people are standing around looking at him. Bear fucker. <laughs> do you need assistance? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I always think of here because oh, I'm like, Garen, like if, Oh, if this thing is like a story from the 1700s, yes. right. And then yeah. all of a sudden, <laughs> like there's a bunch of sightings in a short period. 
bro, that's gotta be somebody <laughs> in like a, you know, in like Absolutely. a Jersey, Jersey devil fucker. Do you need assistance? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's gotta be that, right? I mean, it has to, I mean, honestly, I mean, we should just wrap this up because I mean, it's probably that I mean, honestly, like, I mean, that sums it up so much like that, that, see that wasn't he on like a mechanical panda or something <laughs> like no he just it was this costume that he wore where it's like he had fake teeth and he looked like a oh hunter. i thought it was a mechanical and then the and then there was like dangling hunter legs on the oh, back yeah. and his legs were the back bear's legs and then the front part was like a giant like bear costume so and he long. was like oh he's like making the bear go around and then he had like a little there's like bear sound effects he was like Rawr, you know and then, oh man Oh, it was so good. He's like, I th- what is he doing? He's like, I think he's fucking it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I always think about with cryptids because I'm like, I mean, honestly, yes. I mean, yeah, it's like, and that's what they talk about in Bigfoot, like uh, yeah. the, the the Patterson footage in Bigfoot, like the big famous footage where it's that stereotypical picture of Bigfoot where its arms are swinging out, you know, and it's looking back. Yeah, but it's got big rubber titties. And you're just like, <laughs> why does this thing have big rubber titties? And like their argument was who would make a fake Bigfoot costume with big rubber boobs? And you're just like, I don't know. Somebody who likes boobs. I, well, don't know. I think it's more likely that the Bigfoot found rubber boobs <laughs> in its journey <laughs> through the, and just put them on it. You know, it's a breastplate. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It must be. It must be. I don't know. Because otherwise it has to be a female Bigfoot. Yeah. That two guys who wrote a bad check to steal a camera went out and recorded immediately five minutes after they set up in the woods. Yeah, it's probably that right. Yeah, probably. Oh man. I, I always whenever we talk about cryptids, though, I always come back to the and I know we've said this a couple of times with like the Loch Ness Monster thing where it was yeah. like the guy who was the Loch Ness Monster oh, yeah, guy yeah, came yeah, yeah. back at some point and was like, I'm giving up and they're like, oh yeah. no, why? And he's like, because there's fucking cell phones everywhere. Yeah, these things don't exist. Like the mystique is gone. That dude blew up his grift. Yeah. Immediately. It was just like, you know what? F all you people. I'm blowing this <laughs> up. You're all wrong now. If I have to suffer, you all have to suffer. And he killed the grift for everybody. Yeah. You know, and it's crazy. Yeah. And like apparently in you know the 80s and the 90s when you would go to Loch Ness, you know, in Scotland and you would drive around, there would be this whole thing where there'd be lines of people looking and hanging out and stuff and you yeah. know, my wife and I, we went to Scotland in, uh, I don't know, 2015 or something, and none of that. Nobody cares. Yeah, it was all gone. You're just there hanging out. Like, it's just like, oh, look at the pretty lake, and that's all that matters. There's no, like, come see the monster. That was all gone. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it was because that one dude blew up everybody's grips. You yeah. Know? Well, I guess part of my question is, like, is that a good thing or is it a bad I, thing? I don't know. See, like, the I, fun I, is dead, but is right. it nice that all these assholes are gone? That is a whole, <laughs> you know, that is a long <laughs> ongoing argument. I always have in my, in my inner monologue is like, you know, with quote unquote conspiracy theories, you have the fun conspiracy theories like Loch Ness, Jersey devil, Bigfoot. You have these like fun, cool, you even UFOs are part of that, all that stuff. Yeah. You have these fun conspiracy theories where you're like, oh my God, there could be this thing from the beyond and I'm going to go look at it and chase it yeah. and like have fun vampires and werewolves right. and, you and know. then you get like QAnon where there's people like nope, Hillary Clinton's fucking kids and you're like, oh, that's not fun, man. Yeah, like, and there's like people shooting people. I just feel and, bad about this and this yeah. guy just blew up a pizza place and you know, yeah. you don't really know how to react to that and but like but when the Loch Ness guy like blew it up, 
Right. You know, it's like, did we just lose a super? Did fun? we just lose the fun? And yeah, all of the fun ones, the proliferation of the cell phone camera has killed a lot of them. Yeah. You know, like, why aren't we getting daily images of UFOs? Why is this not all over Instagram? Like hashtag UFO in my face right now. Like, why is that not a thing happening on Instagram all the time? I don't know. And they should be trending constantly. Yeah. You know, um, why didn't didn't the CIA just come out and be like, uh, yeah, we accidentally leaked a UFO video and it was real. <laughs> yeah. Like the, the CIA, <laughs> the Navy are just like, yeah, UFOs are real. We yeah. Who cares. Sorry. Yeah. So we lied about that. My bad. Yeah. And everybody was just like, cool. Um, did you know Hillary Clinton needs baby's faces and they just like <laughs> shifted right back to the shitty thing and I'm like, can we talk about this for one second? Yeah, they're like, no, no, no. Um, Barack Obama's from Africa and you're just like, oh, can we stop with that for five minutes? I know people you are know? just not not you guys our listeners. Y'all are right. cool, but no, people you guys in are general right. are just so terrible. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh, let me let me wade into this horror filth pit called Facebook and see what they're talking about over there. And it's oh just like God. just garbage upon garbage. And Jimmy like, Kimmel just made a joke the other day, I think on his show where he's like, he's like, is Facebook even exist anymore? Do people go on that? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, bro, remember Facebook I remember sucks. I texted you. I was like, I deleted it. I'm done. I'm out. Yeah, and then and then I had to make a new one so I could like post to the Brulobanati like Facebook page. Yeah, <laughs> but like I killed the followers. I have zero followers now. So that's yeah, like, yeah. But it's just it's a filth pit of garbage, and yeah. that's probably a whole nother conversation. And I mean, it is. We did three hours worth, of, <laughs> four hours worth of episodes, and I feel like it. I could do ten more hours. I know easily easily. It would just be us like sitting around getting drunk and complaining. Yeah, like like can you believe that bitch tweeted about this one more time? Like oh my God. I and honestly, I would love to do a whole nother show just about the quote unquote algorithm. Yeah, and how it affects things like conspiracy theories, right? Like I think that would be an interesting show and break down how it works and how it promotes and how it squashes because if you look up the Jersey Devil. Yeah, and I was gonna say, let's start. Let's no, talk I'm, more I'm coming, about I'm that. In this. Yeah, I'm yeah, in this. Yeah, so, like, I'm if you look up the Jersey Devil, you go okay. to Google. Google Jersey Devil. Hockey, 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 all the way down. Then you're like, okay, DuckDuckGo.com. So you're on this DuckDuckGo alternative search platform. You okay. Google Jersey Devil. First hit is like, demon that hates God wants to f your face, Jersey Devil. It's just like. Okay, this is the side I want to read. And you like <laughs> dive into this, you know? And then <laughs> right rope. <laughs> right, right. And then the next the next website down is like reptilian monster born in New Jersey eats your child. And it's just like cool. Okay. So Google is killing all of those things. Yeah. Maybe for good reason. I don't know. Like, maybe. You know, maybe. If we didn't have something like DuckDuckGo so readily available, I wouldn't be upset about the way Google does that stuff. You know, but it does kind of squash all that stuff. So I mean, that's what I was kind of getting into is the way the algorithm like promotes it on some things, kills it on some other things. Yeah, you know, it promotes the gore porn, but it kills the fun. Right. Stuff. Yeah, exactly. But then you can go over to to just regular Google and just put like QAnon face eating, and all of a sudden you're on some like regular article. So like, what the hell's going on over there? Yeah, I don't know. You know, or like Facebook. You go into Facebook, QAnon face eating, and it's just pictures of Hillary. But you put in Jersey Devil and it's just a hockey. I mean, maybe that's an SEO thing. Who knows? It probably. Probably. I would say it probably definitely is an SEO. Seems thing. like it. Yeah. Because it's not like there's like a Hillary Clinton hockey team. 
Right. But that'd be badass. Could you imagine just being like, we're the Hillary's? Like uh, no, I would hate that. Like and I would try and cancel that team. They've so. like ripped off faces. <laughs> they're like, they're like oh eating babies. God. Could you imagine the goalies like <laughs> mask with like the airbrushing? It has like it has like babies' faces and like little tiny pituitary glands. Like <laughs> adrenochrome spraying out of there. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So, anyways, so the jersey. <laughs> we're, we're gonna we're gonna raid this back in. All right. The Jersey Devil. Uh, descriptions of this little fella range from a uh, little, fella. little fella range from horse face, dragon body, bat winged beast to bird like dog face flamingo thingy. So kind of somewhere in between there. And John just spit his beer out while I was saying that I almost just spit my beer out of my MacBook. <laughs> That's the flamingo, only MacBook we have flamingo thingy. Yeah, like a flamingo oh thingy. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Like think of the size of a flamingo. They're, they can be pretty big. Yeah, like three, four feet. They're pretty tall birds. Yeah, you don't want to fuck with a flamingo. Ah, they stand on one foot. I feel like you just shove it over until they bite your face off. <laughs> just I don't know. I've never gotten an aggressive encounter with a flamingo. They've right. always been pretty passive. Yeah, I don't mean anything. Um, so <laughs> the one ongoing theme of the uh, uh, of the Jersey Devil sightings is that it has a long face. Uh, and that the beast barks at people and has these leathery wings and is overall fairly dangerous. Sure. Prominent citizens or government officials were among many who had witnessed sightings of this creature. They include businessmen, postal officials, and policemen who had seen or heard the creature and saw its tracks left all over, you know, snow, dirt, mud, whatever. This is around the time the devil went from local legend to some sort of regional cultural influencer. Like he's on TikTok or something. One of the earliest and most widely publicized events was when Commodore Stephen Decatur, an American naval hero from the early 19th century, visited the Hanover Millworks and Munition Facility. He was there to inspect the creation of the cannonballs that they were making. Like he he requested like smaller cannonballs for shooting further, blowing people up or something. Okay. And he wanted to see them in action. So he went there and he went out to the firing range and he was watching them fire off a couple of these new little bad boys. Okay. And he's there. And then all of a sudden Jersey devil swoops down and is in the firing range, which I think is a bad place for any animal to be. You would think that he would know not to stand there. Well, they've been firing cannonballs off all day. There's probably not any sort of warning. (laughs) <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> sir you cannot park there <laughs> is this not a reasonable place to park my car <laughs> and so uh commodore Stephen decatur orders his uh i don't know minions or whatever to <laughs> fire <Minions. laughs> to fire cannonballs at the jersey devil okay and apparently one of them hits it okay and it just flies away okay it's like suck it suck a d i'm out and nothing happened so, so it's impenetrable to it appears to be cannonball fire, right? And these are special smaller cannonballs designed to really mess up ships. Okay, so I don't know. Maybe it's because he wasn't a ship. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the issue was. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, you ever heard of a little man named Napoleon? Maybe. All right. Well, he, <laughs> no. He, yeah, definitely. he has an older brother named Joseph Bonaparte. Okay, I did not know that. Yeah, so uh, he's the brother of Napoleon Bonaparte, the former king of Spain. And uh, he claimed to see the devil a few years after the whole cannonball incident. The incident took place in Bordentown, New Jersey. 
Maybe a good place, maybe not. I don't know. I thought you were going to look it up, but you're just taking a drink of beer. Yep. Um, <laughs> so uh, it took place in Bordentown, New Jersey, while he was hunting in the nearby woods. He was apparently on horseback, rifle in hand, when the devil swooped down on him. He was completely startled and wasn't able to get a shot off. This devil seems to do lots of swooping. Oh, he's got wings. Comes down at you. Yeah. I mean, honestly. If you're like some sort of weird cryptid and you have wings, you're going to swoop at people. Yeah, I'm going to get up on top of my house and when my, yeah. you know, one of my annoying ass neighbors comes out, I'm going to go, God, like swoop <laughs> down on him. Just the devil. Swoop right in his face. <laughs> yeah, you got to have like a saying. Mine would be a super southern devil though. I'd okay. have like a Bud Light and I'd just be like, dirt, you know, I don't know. Pimento cheese. Carolina <laughs> devil. You. And I'd like throw a Bud Light at him. I don't know. <laughs> Hurricanes. No, what's what are we here? Tuffies, what? Tuffies. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. The um, the Mister Wolf beer. Yeah, the Wolf Pack. Yeah, you just ow, you just howl, come right at him. Yeah, all you right, could, you could do that. Anyways, um, <laughs> around this time, several terrified locals called in a minister to perform an exorcism on the Jersey Devil, because you know the story was this thing slithered out of that poor woman. And was haunting the woods. Oh, right, 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 right. And it's Napoleon's possessed. brother saw it, and this dude with the cannonball saw it. So everybody's freaking out. And they're like, "There's this devil in the woods. Let's call a preacher because that's a man in a dress who can do things." Sure. And so he comes out there. He walks out. The preacher's out in the middle of the woods doing the hi, 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 throwing the cross signs up. He's spraying holy water all over the place. Okay. And then they bring him back. And one of the things that he realizes, he looks at the Leeds family crest. So the Leeds is the family, the descendants of the woman who birthed this monstrosity onto the planet. Yeah. He looks at their family crest and finds that it has three intertwined dragons on it. Oh, clearly satanic, right? Sure. I don't know. Maybe, but uh, I don't think dragons are satanic. That seems like the opposite. They're like lizardy beasts. Sure. I don't know. It's like 1780. I don't know. Yeah. So yeah. So he points this out and everybody is pretty convinced that this is some sort of demon monster from the abyss that's messing with them. Okay. And a couple years pass and there's a infamous pirate named uh, Captain Kidd and he is reputed to have buried treasure in Barnegat Bay, which is in Jersey, I guess. And legend has it that he beheaded one of his men to forever guard his buried treasure and accounts claim that the headless pirate and the Jersey devil became friends and they were seen in the evenings walking along the Atlantic and in nearby marshlands, probably holding hands and most likely smooching a bit. Wow, I was just thinking that <laughs> they're on a date. I guess. I mean, well, he doesn't have a head, so they're probably not smooching that much, but well, he could um, BFFs. It could be like, you know, nearly headless Nick in the Hogwarts, except his head's off, and so he just goes around carrying his head around. I've never seen any Harry Potter. Oh my god. I'm missing this entire cultural reference. Okay. So basically nearly We're gonna stop Nick. and watch all Harry Potter movies. We'll be right <laughs> we'll be right back. Okay. Quick view. Nearly headless Nick is a ghost. Sure. He got beheaded when he was alive. Sure. But the axe didn't go all the way through. So Gross. there's still like a piece of skin holding his head on. Ouch. But he's a ghost. So he can like take his head off and put it back on. And that's what I imagine this dude. He got beheaded, 
Now he's protecting the shit, but he has his head. He like just walks around with it. So he wants to smooch. He just takes his head and like smashes it against the Jersey Devils. There you go. And then puts it back under his arm like a football. There you go, you little horsey monster. (laughs) 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 All right. Um, So in Clayton, New Jersey, around 1865, the uh, our devil friend was chased by a posse to the edge of a wooded area, which is never a good sign. The devil fled into the woods and the posse afraid to pursue him in halted and asked if you are the devil rattle your chains. Does the devil have chains? Yeah, of course. Have you ever seen a devil without chains? Yeah, pretty much all of them, right? Like I don't I haven't yeah, seen Yeah, I'm, I'm very confused about this chains <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where the chains came from. Okay, but uh, what do you think happened? They all died. No, there's just some like chain rattling. Really? Yeah. yeah Somebody they, rattled a chain. No, they all heard chains rattling. Okay. Yeah, I guess so. And they're probably near a chain link fence or something. <laughs> My guess is they were chasing some stupid dog and it jumped over, hit a chain link fence and they were like, oh, it's the devil. Did they have chain link fence in 1780? Uh, it was 1865, but maybe. I don't know. Uh, yeah, probably I not. Know. I don't know. But they had other kinds of chains. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Who knows? Doesn't matter. I mean, they were probably all high. I mean, or drunk. I mean, they're probably drunk. Yeah, they were all in. They were taking cocaine. their pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical Coke grade cocaine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so these devil sightings covered great geographical distances from Bridgeton to Haydenfield in 1859. And uh, if you're from New Jersey, that probably means something to you. And uh, from the New York border in 1899, and from Gloucester City to Trenton in 1909, and again. If you're from Jersey, that probably means something, uh, but I'm guessing it's probably just the four corners of Jersey, right? Yeah, and I don't think Jersey is that big. Like, it's really not that big. That's like us being I've like, there. well, it was Raleigh to Clayton, right? <laughs> <laughs> not that far, or yeah. something. Like, I don't, I don't know how big Jersey, but it wouldn't be the same thing as us being like, well, we saw the beast of Bladenboro and Bladenboro, and then right. we think it was also in Winston Salem, right? Yeah, I mean that's it's a not like, legitimate distance. Yeah, that's far. Yeah. I mean. Jersey's like 40 miles by like 90 miles. Is it? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's okay. I mean, it's still a decent amount. Like, cause I lived on the Pennsylvania Jersey border on, uh, I think it was I-80 and it was a 40 minute drive to New York city. Okay. And that's entirely across the state. Yeah. That's like the width of the state and it was probably twice as tall as that. Yeah. So whatever that works out to in, in, 2004 Scion XA at 40 miles an hour distance. (laughs) So um, you one hour. Yeah. So uh, so the uh, the devil's tale, the tales of the devil were passed by word of mouth. However, uh, police published a newspaper account during the famous week of uh, January 1909. I mean famous in Jersey devil circles. Um, This week was like the big week for the Jersey devil. This was like the week everybody saw the skunk ape, the week the blade and burl, the idiots all started shooting at each other. Yeah. Um, so 30 different sightings in a one week period told of the devil sailing across the Delaware river to Maryland, Pennsylvania and Delaware, the actual state newspaper articles created a near panic in the region. So during this week, it was January 16th through the 23rd of 1909. Newspapers at the time published hundreds of claims of encounters with the Jersey devil from all over the state among encounters publicized that week were claims that the creature attacked a trolley car in Hayden Heights and a social club in Camden. 
Police in Camden and Bristol, Pennsylvania, supposedly fired on the creature several times with no effect. So cops are just blindly shooting as they do. Um, sure. As one does. As one does. Other reports initially concerned unidentifiable footprints in the snow, but soon sightings of the creature resembling the Jersey Devil were being reported through South Jersey and as far away as Delaware and Western Maryland. The widespread newspaper coverage created fear throughout all of the Delaware Valley region. That's what that whole slot of land is called, prompting a number of schools to close and workers to stay home. They were closing schools because of this thing. I mean, they were closing schools because there were a bunch of jackasses running around with rifles trying to kill this thing, but it was because of that thing. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Vigilante groups and groups of hunters roamed the pines in the countrysides in search of the devil. During this period, it's rumored that the Philadelphia Zoo offered up $10,000 in reward for the creature. The offer prompted a variety of hoaxes, including a kangaroo equipped with artificial claws and bat wings. And my question to you, where the hell did someone in 1909 New Jersey get a kangaroo that they were able to strap bat wings and claws to? Well, I guess my question is if somebody had a kangaroo, was it worth less than $10,000 at <laughs> that mean, time to have them had it moved I, from? Yeah. I mean, I assume they killed it and tied all this stuff. to. I feel team. like it was the 1909 Jersey Tiger King. Except it was the kangaroo king of South Jersey. Right. And he's like, I've got an idea. Let me kill this kangaroo. I've had hanging around for a few weeks. Yeah. This thing's turning into such a pain in the ass. It's not like kangaroos have been hanging around the U.S. or anything. You know, yeah. it's. It's 1909. They had to put this thing. They couldn't fly a kangaroo to the U.S. This thing had to be on a boat. Was this? This was not quite Great Depression era. No, pre like 20 years before. Yeah, I was going to say it was everybody poor and bored and like (laughs) didn't have anything to do. Some rich guy just buy my kangaroo. Whatever. Take it out. (laughs) It's been my butler for the past three weeks. Just get it. It's not very good. (laughs) It's a shitty butler. Keeps putting stuff in his pouch and then when he gives it to me, it's yucky. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> gives hand to me babies. Yeah. No, I don't know like where somebody. Yeah, would. it's yeah. It I had mean, to have just been some rich dude who was like, oh, I have a kangaroo. Yeah. You guys need one. I mean, I got three. I know they were hanging in this like hunting room getting drunk on some like turn of the century. Yeah. Hooch. Whatever. Yeah. And somebody was like, you know, what we could do. <laughs> we could get Bob's kangaroo. <laughs> yeah. We need to, yeah. We need to go over to Bob's house. We could get his kangaroo. And he's like, that thing is like a child to me. They're like, Bob, it's $10,000. This is 1909. Yeah. You know how many Model T's that'll buy? A bunch. Like a, like 10. Really? Yeah. Weren't they like 100 bucks? Something like that? 10. 150 bucks? Oh, it's $10,000. So we had 1000 right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm bad be, at math. Yeah. It'd be a bunch of them. Model T MSRP. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Let's see what this is. All right. $360. Okay. Wait, so it, no, $850. Sorry, I misread that. Okay. So we'd buy like 11 of them. Yeah. Okay. That's a bunch of Model T's. That's, That's a lot to of start T's. a gang. That's like a, a fleet of Model T's. You could start a delivery service. You could deliver kangaroo milk oh to people out God. in the woods. No, I right. don't think so. All right. Anyways, so this whole 1909 bit smells a lot like the 
the kangaroo shaking the bushes, yelling at people. I mean, yeah. the kangaroo, the skunk ape, skunk yeah. ape shaking bushes, yelling at people, taking his head out of the trees, going, "Ooh, yeah, yeah, boogala boogala." They're like, <laughs> they're like, Mary, you get out of the bus and take the take the picture of this thing. And Mary's the only one with the camera. And she's like, no, you go. To this hell. thing's like half a megapixel. I'm going to have to get so close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, and then the whole beast of Bladenboro where they're like a thousand dudes come to town and they're all just like hyped up on cocaine and shotguns and hunting this thing down. And meanwhile, the mayor's like playing movies. He's like, hey, look at this movie about a big cat killing everyone. Let's get hyped up and go out to the woods with our cocaine and shotguns. Yeah, and then that one dude was like, oh no, that was just my dog, right. Dingus or whatever his yeah, name yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My crazy dog I gave to a local kid. Yeah, yeah. And so you get this one long week where there's just a ton of people seeing this beast or monster all over the place, and they're telling newspapers about it. And all these local yokels are grabbing their guns and they go traipsing through the woods. And the only magical thing about this is that these idiots aren't shooting each other in mass numbers. Yeah, that's, that's literally the only cool thing about this entire story. The fact that more people didn't get shot. How did they not amazing. all die? Amazing. Like, how did they not all die? I so, anyways, there's three main thoughts in the community of people who are super involved in Jersey Devils. Okay, there's three main thoughts. One of them is two thoughts. So there's four main thoughts, but I'm going to go into three main thoughts. Okay, and these are the three main things that the Jersey Devil can actually be. Okay, are you ready? Yeah, the end. I'm going to have you choose one and it's going to be a trick and I'm telling you that now because it'll be funny when I tell you it's a trick and then I come up with some other later. All okay, right? All, all right. All right, so number one, it's been here forever. Some of the believers think that the Jersey Devil is this throwback beast, a lot like Bigfoot or Skunk Ape. They believe it's always been around, and this is an evolutionary mistake still chilling around. And this is probably the dumbest out of those theories because there's not even an animal from the past to point to that works. With Bigfoot, we can say, hey, look, it's Gigantopithecus, and so on. But there's no ancient horse-faced demon-winged bird beast that we can look at that's been hanging out on the Jersey Shore ever, or kangaroo bat beasts. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Sure. Hoppy, hoppy dog face bat beast monster. You know. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, do you think it's that one? Because that one's stupid. No. Okay. Good. All right. Keep going. I didn't want you. To, I didn't want to think you were stupid. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. All right. So then we have the reptilian alien monster. And this one is is pretty popular. So there's a lot of All people right. out there and there's two different angles of this story. There's a lot of people out there. They think that first the uh, the devil is just this alien being hanging around and the whole birth story about mother leads that we talked about in the beginning is a whole cover up for some reason and that this alien is reading people's brains and doing some alien -y stuff until it decides it needs to go home to its alien world. That's thought number one. Or it's like the pet of the reptilian overlords. Like an alien. Oh, see, I don't even have that one. So hold yeah. On, hold on to that one. Okay. Flesh that one out in a minute. All right. All right. Second angle of reptilian alien monster beast is uh, that this was a hybrid baby of a reptilian alien and that poor woman at the start. And because the genetics are all weird from that intergalactic banging session, she gets the wings and the ultra long lifespan or whatever. And so it's like an alien baby monster wing face horse beast monster dude. Okay. So that's number two A and B. Number three. Okay. Is that the Jersey Devil is actually 
a legitimate demon. Out of all the theories, I think this one could probably make more sense. So that poor lady made some curse and she birthed out this demon horse face monster wing baby monster that escaped and it's just been grabbing folks for like 300 years and messing with them. The family crest was super demonic. You know, the three dragons. Okay. They were demonic. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> and it was of course the 13th baby, which is a number. So unlucky hotels leave it off of the elevator. Okay. And she cursed it before it was born. Okay. So I think that story checks out. Okay. Now I want to hear your alien baby pet beast. Why? Well, think it's like okay so here here's what i'm thinking in my head okay the space station is up in the atmosphere about you know orbiting the earth somewhere above new jersey sure okay and that's where the reptilian overlords live which is where hillary clinton came from makes sense (laughs) uh donald trump following also came came from there so sounds right don't think i'm going (laughs) one-sided one day when the reptilian when the reptilian overlords were like coming down to like you know do some having a meeting you know in the back okay. of an Italian restaurant or something as they do, one of them decided to bring their dog along. Okay, and uh, I'm hearing this. Okay, you know a little scuffle broke out. Fido escaped out the back. Bing, bing, boom, Jersey Devil, like a Lilo and Stitch situation, but Stitch isn't cool. Correct. Okay. Well, maybe Stitch is cool, but there's only one person who thinks he's cool. Oh. Maybe there's a Lilo out there for for this person. Maybe Lilo was one of the babies of the other woman and it died and the baby died and now Stitch is mad. I, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Hard to follow. But yeah. That's where I'm at. I think it's the pet okay. of a reptilian overlord. All right. What do you what what do you think? Because I, I know that. you were expecting me to pick one of the three. If I if it wasn't that one, I think three. You you'd go with the demon. Yeah, Beelzebub. Well, not him, but Baphomet. Maybe one of those guys. Well, you know, one of his <laughs> little henchmen. One of the lesser demons. Yeah. What about what about a demon pet? What about like Beelzebub's dog? Sure. Do you think Beelzebub's dog is less or more believable than an alien dog? Less. So aliens are more likely than demons. Yes. All right. I think it's a bird. I think it's a big <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a big bird. I think it's a big bird called a sandhill crane. Have you heard of these birds? No. They're fucking huge. They're like four feet tall. Okay. They're mean as hell. They have huge long heads. Okay. They they come at you. I, I've only encountered one in my life, and it was in the Everglades, and it tried to attack me, and it was a mean, horrible bird, and I hated it. And okay. they have bright yellow eyes that are surrounded by red flesh that make their eyes look kind of red in the dark. And they're evil birds. And I think that's what this thing is. I think it's a sandhill crane. I think I think people have seen it hopping, bouncing around their backyard. So sandhill cranes don't like to fly. They jump up and they bat their wings a couple times, and then they try to get up into the thermals and then lift themselves up into the atmosphere. And so they don't do a lot of time just kind of like flapping their wings like little birds do. They do a lot of swooping. Yeah, they do a lot of swooping. 
they do a massive amount of swooping because okay. they're trying to catch thermals. So they're always like diving down and jumping back up and trying to catch the hot air. You know what thermals are? Yeah. Like the hot swirls that um, uh, vultures get on and then they just circle and circle and circle. Yeah. Those are thermals. It's, it's hot air coming up from the ground. They ride them. Yeah. So anyway, sandhill cranes like to get onto those. So how did a sandhill crane get all the way up in New, Jer- New Jersey? Oh, I mean, they're, they're, they live from northern Canada all the way down to Florida. They're massive birds. They they travel all up and down the entire. So I'm confused area. then about how these people would not have known that it was a sandhill crane. Oh, because they're idiots. That makes a lot <laughs> of sense. I mean, I think I think it's, it's the 1800s. People <laughs> don't know what idiots. these birds are. These birds they don't they don't like live in Jersey. They travel back and forth. Yeah, they're migratory. Yeah, so they live in northern Canada. They live in Florida or whatever you know down south, and so they go back and forth. Okay. So like. You know how like sometimes you're driving down the road and you see one goose and you're just like, why is that one goose by itself? Yeah. The reason the one goose is by itself is because it lost, it loses its mate. And yeah. so if one of the, if there's, there's always two geese and if one of them gets hit by a car, the other one's like, F it, my life's over. I live here now. Yeah. And so cranes can do the same thing. Like they can just kind of like, here's my life now. And they just decide, I guess I'll move to Jersey you know, as people in New York decide all the time. Okay. And so they wind up in Jersey, like around this area, the the southern, the pine area of Jersey, which is like there's a lot of water wise ways to there. It wasn't overdeveloped because it was the 1800s. Yeah. Uh, you know, even 1909, it wasn't really thickly developed in that spot. Southern New Jersey was pretty empty. Yeah. And so they were probably just hanging around and these dudes were chasing them down, shooting at them and trying to get them out of there because they never seen, never seen a bird that big. Yeah. But they hit it with a cannonball. I mean, that guy's probably a liar. Probably. They missed hard as shit. <laughs> but he doesn't want to come back and be like, well, I shot at it and I missed. He was like, well, I shot at it with my brand new cannonball and I definitely hit it. I mean, he's a Commodore. He's not going to like lie about these cannonballs that he spent tons of money making. You know, yeah, it definitely went exactly where we were aiming. Right. And then Bonap, like Neil Bonaparte's brother, like Napoleon Bonaparte's brother. It's like, yeah. Who? What? Like, <laughs> like, why are you in New Jersey? Like, what are you doing in New Jersey? Yeah. Napoleon's brother. So this is the trick. The trick is you think it's a bird. No, the trick is I think it's the reptilian alien monster baby. That's what I think. No, it's a bird. <laughs> it's got to be a bird. <laughs> like, I mean, honestly, I think it's probably a bird. Yeah. I but, mean, realistically, I could see that. I love yeah. to just play with these goofy ideas. Yeah. And be like, oh, it's definitely. My favorite is the the reptile Alien bird the reptilian baby. overlord dog. Yeah, I'm into that. I, I love Lilo and Stitch is one of my favorite Disney movies. Okay. Wait, is it Pixar? I don't know. I don't think I've ever even watched it all the way through. Really? It's a great yeah. movie. It's amazing. It's off the, off after Mo- Well, maybe it ties Moana. That Moana. I like Moana. Yeah, I'm waiting for my daughter to get old enough to be able to like sit through these. Yeah. Yeah. Right now she gets like 10 minutes in and she just she's starts gone. screaming. Mickey. She, suddenly she liked Ratatouille for some reason. I don't know. She's watching Ratatouille now. Okay. I don't know. I mean, it's a good she, movie. I think she likes mice. I don't know. Um, Do not let her get a pet mouse. No, definitely not. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, it's either the sandhill crane or the reptile baby. I like that. I'm kind of with you like demons, whatever. I mean, realistic. Yeah, like demons, demons are that just statistically unlikely. Too normal. <laughs> yeah. Too mainstream. Well, I mean, the statistical likelihood of aliens is so high. I mean, after the CIA and the Navy is like, uh, yeah, by the way, 
totally <laughs> real. <laughs> yeah. Here's a bunch of videos too. And but, the whole country is just like, okay, cool. Yeah, th- that's aliens. We're fine. We're going to get right back on our QAnon sure. shit. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, I could see the just people being ignorant or dumb dumb seeing a bird they'd never seen before and being like, oh, God, it's a beast of whatever. It's some sort of devil beast. Dude, like once a month, I'm looking out of my kitchen window while washing dishes. Yeah. And something weird lands in my backyard and I'm just like, what is this yellow bird? And, and like, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a 40 year old adult, like with my own backyard and I see shit in there all the time. And then like randomly there's like some bright yellow bird. Like, why is there a yellow bird back? I, I have no idea what it is. I mean, you know? there's lots of times I'll be standing in my office looking out the front of my house or in my bedroom, looking out the back of my house and I will just see like just weird people shit. Yeah. And I'll oh, just yeah. like turn my head. So I was like, what are these people right. doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Who gave that man a pogo stick? You know, just like <laughs> or like bugs. I got in my car and there was a ladybug, but it was the size of a quarter. Holy shit! And ladybugs don't get that big, so I don't know what the hell that thing was. Fell into some TGRI is well, and it didn't have circle dots; they were square dots. So I don't know. I feel like you're making this up. I, it was in my car. Some space shit. It's probably some space shit. I don't know. Yeah. So, I mean, literally not every day, but like once a month, I see something I can't explain in my very normal life, you know? Yeah. I guess I just don't get out enough. It's possible. I mean, it's COVID. Like, have you left this house? No. Oh, you should probably leave the house once a month. (laughs) I know. I got to get out more. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I think that's all we got on the Jersey Devil. So yeah. If you guys got any Jersey Devil information, send it our way. You know where to find us. But otherwise, we'll catch you guys again next Yeah, we'd love to hear your Jersey Devil thoughts. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Brew Luminati. Our intro and outro music is written by Dungeness. Want to learn more about the topics we cover and who we are? Join us on Facebook and Instagram at Brew Luminati Podcast for behind-the-scenes content and updates. Do you have mystical powers of insight or just questions, suggestions, and feedback? Reach out to us at thebrewluminati at gmail.com. Are you ready to immerse yourself into the inner circle? Visit patreon.com slash podcast. For the same price as a cup of coffee or sandwich you won't remember, you know, because of mind control, you can join the Brewluminati and lift the veil on the true mysteries of the universe. Your membership to the Conclave unlocks access to our secret Discord server, bonus Patreon-only content, behind-the-scenes talks, and much more. Every dollar spent not only helps us reveal the truths of the world, but also frees us to make the show better, weirder, and allows us to go deeper and deeper into the void while funding our next beer run. When we're not talking conspiracies and beer, we're passionate about saving the forgotten puppies and kitties of the world. 10% of every dollar you donate goes directly to the Best Friend Pet Adoption Agency. They are a local 501c3 all-breed, all-foster cat and dog rescue that will save the life of a pet who never had a chance. Keep an eye out because we'll be posting pictures of the lives our listeners save. For more information on Best Friend Pet Adoption, head over to bfpa.org. Join us again next week for another episode of Brew Luminati. We know you will because, again, mind control is real. Mind control is real.